entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Sorry, it's Friday. I've, we're here. Hi, what the hell? <laughs> hey, great news, everybody. It's uh, it's Friday today, which I don't know if you got the official word, but we have. Hold on, let me grab the mic. We have the official word right here. Apparent. Wait, where did it, where'd the official word go? Did we get rid of Is it? Is it on a different page? Oh, no, it was right there. Right there. Friday. Yeah, I mean, we're very. <laughs> What's up? This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque, 855-765-1045. Hang on, I haven't even had a chance to spray the microphone yet. <laughs> we want to make sure that, you know, we want to make sure that we're COVID-free here. We don't want to get any, uh, COVID's on the decline. You won't hear this anywhere on the news, but it's true. COVID's on the decline everywhere around the country, and especially here in Florida. So, uh, but we still want to take precautions. We still have to spray down the studio, that kind of thing. And, I, and it was a rush to get in here today. I don't know what was going on today, but there was so much happening so much prep, so much, um, I don't know, I was eating a sandwich and I had to go brush my teeth oh, yeah, so that, chewing. you know, because I was yeah. really hungry today, so I ordered some food before the show. And by the way, uh, there's also bagels in the break room. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you guys know where Hannah just went. Hannah asked oh. me for soup, which I thought was kind of a bizarre request. So I said, there's no soup at this time of the day. Uh, the most, the best I could have done was like oatmeal or something. Did you, I don't know if you wanted oatmeal. No, I didn't ask for soup. I said they don't have soup at this time of day, and that's the right. only thing I like. Yeah, the only thing you like is soup? Well, at that specific place. Oh, okay, all right, perfect. Well, because there's bagels and cream cheese now uh, in the break room if you want some. Listen, before we get in, and we have a big day today, big Friday today, before the weekend, a lot we have to talk about. First of all, uh, we do want to remind you that Monday's a holiday. It's not an official company holiday, but I'm treating it as such because it's also my daughter's birthday. So I won't be here on Monday, but Tuesday we'll be back in full force. Also, uh, the yesterday, the impeachment trial of Donald Trump, not the first one, the other one, the second one, wrapped up the uh, prosecution. They wrapped up the prosecution yesterday. And I, we have some of the tidbits from this. I have to tell you, the, if I were the defense attorneys, I would just get up there and say, we're not even going to honor this prosecution with a uh, with a, with any kind of defense or any kind of response because what the prosecution did yesterday in my opinion was an insult to prosecutions it was an insult to the constitution it was an insult to every senator who's had to give up so much of their time i mean if you think about it, these people they are forced they have to go in there and they have to listen to this crud uh, for hours and hours and hours, for days and days and days, when most of them have already made up their mind, because a good majority of them, at least 44, are familiar with the Constitution and what it says. But anyway, they did it. They wrapped it up. We have some of the clips from it. All proved. They basically proved at the end of their case, in their summation, in their summary, and right before they rested the, uh, you know, the the case of the the uh, the United States versus Donald Trump Part Two, or the House of Representatives versus Donald Trump, the sequel, whatever you want to call it, um, they rested their case yesterday by proving that they didn't have any proof that Donald Trump was guilty of the crime that uh, he told um, that they told us he committed, which is uh, insurrection, and we all, we will have all that for you here in just a minute. Because again, you're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. Also. Joe Biden basically is now trying to tell everybody that he is a horrible president. But instead of telling you that he's a horrible president, guess what? He's blaming it on the guy that came before him. Uh, he was out at the NIH yesterday. He was talking about COVID relief. And instead of taking responsibility, instead of telling people what was planned, instead of saying, hey, we made you a promise and buy, buy dad gummit malarkey train uh, pony soldier, we are going to keep that promise. Instead of doing that, he took the opportunity to blame Donald Trump for all of his administration's shortcomings, and uh, then he threatened to uh, punch America in the face. I'm not lying. That's true. That happened. You you maybe missed it because he had a mask on. It was tough to tough to hear what he said. But he he threatened to punch the United me you everybody um, in the uh, in the face, and we'll bring you that as well. Also. One more thing that's show related, which we should probably let you know about. And this came out just earlier, uh, just earlier today. And it's kind of it affects other people probably more than you. But it may have a benefit to you and everybody else who listens to this show and watches this show every day. I know that Hannah and Josh hopefully will be thrilled by this announcement. Maybe they won't. But, you know, who knows? Uh, for I, the entire time that we've been doing this show, 
some people know, some people don't know. We've had an, or I've had another show to do in the morning. This right, isn't the yeah. first thing I, I wake up. I always say, oh, I wake up at like four thirty, five o'clock and people go, why? Why, why do you wake up that early for a 10 o'clock? You need five hours. Yeah, no. uh, but I've been doing for pretty much the last 14 years, a morning show on another radio station that we own. And that show starts at five thirty. It ends at nine. And then I have about an hour, really about 30 minutes to prepare this show. Which has never been enough time. And a lot of people that listen to this show are like, man, they don't, they sound like they don't prepare at all. <laughs> Fun fact, we really don't. You know, Josh is working the morning news. Right. Hannah's, I don't know what she's doing. She's talking traffic. about traffic. traffic. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So we all are multitasking here. Well, uh, this show apparently has become, this show that we're on right now has become very successful, more successful, I think, than anyone actually thought. It could be. We're not really sure why. We're not really sure what happened. But I say, you know, but whatever, Jupiter and Mars and and Venus to Milo, they all merged or whatever. And so anyway, the stars are shining down on this show. And so the the people that run the company said, look, we really feel like this show needs a little bit more attention. We feel like we need to concentrate on this show. We feel like we could make it even more successful and and more popular and bigger and better and brighter. Um, but you need more time. So. This morning they announced, and we we'd been talking about it for a couple of weeks, that I will no longer be doing the other show. That all my time oh, and energy will be focused on this show. Woo. So isn't that exciting? So we went from like thirty minutes to prep, right, to now at least forty-five. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so and it's great. I'll sleep in a little bit later. Yeah. We'll get some coffee, breakfast instead of rolling in here at nine thirty and starting the show. 9.15, 9.20, of time. we'll get in here and we'll be able. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, this isn't official till like, you know, late late February, early March. But hopefully you'll start to see a difference. Maybe you'll be like, wow, it sounds like there's, I don't know, more audio. It sounds like there's more preparation. You know, it, they, every time I turn on the radio, there's not like 30 seconds where there's just music. And Mark's going, wait, I'm here, I'm here. Wait, where are my headphones? On, wait, who, my PC. who messed with my buttons? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully none of that will happen. I'm not guaranteeing. I'm sure some of that still will happen. Um, oh, but yeah. it is, no, but it is exciting news for all of us. It's exciting news, hopefully, for you guys, too. Now, I, there's, there's no third hour, because that's what everyone else is like, are you getting that third hour? No, there's still, it's still two hours, 10 to noon. But it's going to be a better two hours knock on wood, um, than, it, than it has been before. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number if you want to get through today. You can also leave us an open mic message on our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV. And, of course, it wouldn't be Friday without fake news Friday, which we're going to get to a little later on today. We'll have a, uh, a Mark K Show prize pack, which will be really exciting. So, all right, quick break. Uh, your phone calls, more of the Mark K Show. We'll get into how the impeachment managers settled their prosecution yesterday. And also, we'll talk about Joe Biden wanting to just, like, punch you right in your nose as hard as he possibly can. Don't worry. He can't punch that hard. He's like 900 years old. Uh, all that and more coming up. It's the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Congratulations, Mark. You get to sleep a little later and have a lot more time to spend on the Mark K Show. Hopefully one day, go syndicated. I, sleep a little bit later. Yeah, look, I still have kids. I still have dogs. I still, you know, my wife still gets up earlier. So I'll get a little bit more sleep, that's for sure. But you know what's going to happen is I'll probably just stay up later because that's what you do when you're like, oh, I don't have to be at work till 7 now? Great. Well, I'll just stay up till 1030. And then it's like a vicious cycle. It's not like I'm going to, I mean, I still go to bed at yeah, well, anyway, we'll see. The, 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 the whole point is that we will all have more time to prepare this show every single day so we can give you the best listener experience possible. Uh, 855-765-1045, because that's really what it's all about. We're just happy for you. There was an official press release that uh, came out, and I posted it on my Instagram if you want to read about it. It says, Mark K to transition full-time to the Mark K show. However, uh, the, boss, <laughs> the boss sent me an email and said, Hey, uh, we need to, can you repost that? Because we got the name of the radio station wrong. <laughs> what? Yes. What? And, <laughs> uh, which I can't because it, like already a thousand people have liked it, but yeah. it says, it says Mark K to transition full time to the Mark K show on WOVK FM. Oh. So, uh, 
I don't know, just pretend. Like that open mic that you got, W-K-O-V. <laughs> yeah, what was that? The, the, the current conversation. Yeah, do we still have that somewhere? No. That was one of my favorites. That was one of my favorites. Oh, here it is. The current discussion is really below WKOV <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, there's three different. Anyway, if you read the press release on my Instagram or on Facebook or anywhere you happen to see, maybe Twitter, uh, just change the letters in your head to uh, WOKV FM because that's that's the actual uh, correct one. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Sandy in St. Augustine. How are you, Sandy? Hi, great. I wanted to let you know I Googled you or DuckDuckGo you because I don't use Google anymore. Yeah. And your net worth is $6.06 million. What? Now. Come on. What happened? You duck, yeah. You DuckDuckGo'd me and my Dirty. net worth is what? Six point oh six millionaire. Holy cow, that's great! I didn't know I was getting a pay raise with this whole uh, with this whole thing. Dogecoin paying off? Uh, maybe yeah, Dogecoin. Maybe that's what it is. I don't. That's amazing. I didn't know that at all. Did you fact check that? Whatever you do, don't tell my wife, Sandy, that I'm now worth six point six million dollars because that's. I don't know if it was true or not. No, it's all. Uh, oh, yeah, I see it too. I mean, maybe it's all those super chats we've been, the fake super chats we've been getting today. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, listen, I, if, if I were worth $6.6 million, uh, I wouldn't be here right now. No? <laughs> so that's just FYI. <laughs> just, You'd uh, be on the other radio station. Right, I would be in the radio station at my house. <laughs> just, you know, it's called, uh, I'd be at the, it's called the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino <laughs> in, uh, in Hollywood, Florida. 855-765-1045. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, as what should we start with? We have a couple minutes here. Let's start with, let's start with what happened yesterday with Joe Biden. Joe Biden was at the NIH. And he started to talk as he had his mask on the entire time because that's his thing. Um, you know, when he's on federal property at the White House where you're supposed to wear a mask, he takes it off. But when he goes to the NIH, which I believe is also federal property, um, he leaves it on. And he was talking about all kinds of things. He's talking about science and, you know, this, that, the other. And he got into COVID and he started talking about the uh, vaccines and vaccinations. And he started talking about how um, they were going to be behind in their estimates and they were working diligently. But, yes, there were going to be long lines and some people weren't getting their vaccines. And instead of saying, here's why that's happening, because we overestimated we overpromised. we didn't understand what was going on we blah blah you know a weird bad at our jobs whatever it was he took the opportunity to do what all great leaders do and that is blame the guy before him in this instance donald trump it's no secret that the vaccination program was in much worse shape than my team and i anticipated we were under the impression and been told that we had a lot more resources than we did when we came into office yeah, they're, uh, they were under the impression they had a lot more resources than they did. That's a common thread with the Biden uh, presidency. They were also told they had a lot more votes than they actually did. Uh, but so he goes in immediately and starts hammering Donald Trump and his um, administration's handling of the COVID vaccine, which is always weird because everybody always told Donald Trump we wouldn't even have a vaccine till 2022. And yet the vaccine was ready to go at the end of 2020. So I'm not sure now why he's complaining about about, you know, the situation that he inherited. But he continued to do so. I promised when I did my inaugural address. Oh, hold on, that wasn't it. Hold on, here's the second one. My predecessor, be very blunt about it, did not do his job in getting ready for the massive challenge of vaccinating hundreds of millions of Americans. Okay, so Donald Trump not only embraced the uh, COVID vaccine, not only did he start Operation Warp Speed, not only did he get three different major pharmaceutical laboratories to start working diligently on this vaccine, not only did he put in place an entire military operation to distribute, and not only did he increase the amount of PPE supplies and ancillary uh, supplies you would need, like masks and alcohol swabs and needles and, and, and rubber gloves and all that stuff, he did all that. But apparently it wasn't enough for Joe Biden and his administration. They couldn't just walk into the place and see all the preparations that were made and, and take over and execute and, and get this vaccine out there, even though they didn't believe the vaccine would be ready for two years. And even though several prominent Democrats in politics, in the media, in the entertainment industry vowed that they wouldn't take the vaccine if Donald Trump had anything to do with it. He didn't order enough vaccines. He didn't mobilize enough people to administer the shots. He didn't set up the federal vaccine centers where eligible people could go and get their shots. 
Yeah, you may remember that Donald Trump was not really a federalist. He didn't trust the federal government. He didn't like the federal government. He thought the states should handle the vaccine distribution because that's what states do. He thought the United States of America should have the powers granted them by the Constitution and the federal government should stay out of their way, which was a great plan for four years. However, uh, Joe Biden, being a socialist, believes the federal government is the end all be all. And if you don't set up a federal program to do something, it's going to get done incorrectly. Now, once again, I stress that he's complaining Donald Trump didn't order enough vaccines, even though the majority of experts and the majority of Democrats swore that they wouldn't have a vaccine till at least the end of 2021, if not 2022, and that it would be a medical miracle for Donald Trump to do anything and to get a vaccine out in record time, which, of course, he did. Then Joe Biden said this. Wait, let me dramatic build up. When I became president three weeks ago, America had no plan to vaccinate most of the country. It's, it was a big mess. It's going to take time to fix, to be blunt with you. OK, this is Joe Biden saying, hey, I know you voted for me because I promised you all these amazing things. But now that I'm here, I realize I, I can't do all those things. It's not especially not in three weeks. It's going to take time. This is Joe Biden saying thanks for your votes. Uh, now, sit back, relax and just cool your jets, because I'm not going to be able to do anything that you want me to do. And all the stuff you don't want me to do, like get rid of jobs and boost gas prices. I'll, I'll do that. No problem. Just let me sign this executive order. There's something else he said, which I think we really need to pay attention to because he thinks it's a good thing, but it's really not. We'll play that for you here in just a minute. Quick break. More Marque show coming up. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Before we get back to Joe Biden, uh, we want to get to Ronnie in Texas. Good morning, Ronnie. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What's up? I'm a Vietnam vet dying of Agent Orange. I fought to keep communists out of America. Yeah, Ron, no, Ronnie, thank you. So, do, go ahead and turn your uh, your speakers down. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. You're live right now. We should have told you that when we talked to you on the phone. Uh, go ahead and turn your speakers down. And now, uh, go ahead. Thank you, first of, all, first of all, for your service. We appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah. What, what else did you want to say about communism? I'll never bow down to it. No, God, no, never do that. They will kill me before I will bow down to it. i tell you what. Yeah. Amer America is going down because... We got away from God. Yeah. No, yeah, look, there's a lot of, you're right, there's a lot of things that are happening that I think are putting us on that uh, that downward trajectory. And, unfortunately, a lot of people in leadership right now are aiding and abetting it. And, and Joe Biden is right there at the tip top. Ronnie, thanks again for your service, and thank you so much for calling. And thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and, the, and the things that he says and the things that he does, I don't think people realize what Joe Biden's actually saying when he's saying things. For example, blaming Donald Trump for the fact that he can't do the things he promised. That's OK. And that's something. Let's let's face it. A lot of politicians do that, not to the extent that Joe Biden is. I mean, Joe Biden really clearly. I mean, we, Donald Trump ran on the on the premise that Obama was a terrible president and the country was in a mess. And he said, we're going to clean it up. We're going to fix it. He goes, it's going to take time. But here's what we need to do. Uh, Joe Biden coming in, he's just he's just blaming Donald Trump now. And he's not saying, here's what we're going to do. He's saying we can't do this anymore. We didn't realize how bad it was. First of all, how do you not realize the situation you're coming into? And second of all, the situation wasn't that bad. You thought it was going to be a lot worse. You know, if, if Obama or if Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton had been in charge, there'd be no Operation Warp Speed. There would be no vaccines for him to say, wow, we don't even have enough vaccines. I mean, it's amazing how you can how you can go from you're crazy. I'm not taking a Donald Trump vaccine. You got Joy Behar on The View saying I would never stick a needle in my arm if I knew it came from Donald Trump. And and Ivanka's you know, calling her out on Twitter. You've got all kinds of politicians, Kamala Harris, saying, I would have to seriously, I would have to, I trust the scientists, but I don't trust Donald Trump when asked if she would get her vaccine. 
Now she's been double dosed. They moved so quickly from this vaccine should not be rushed. This vaccine is an, an impossibility. This vaccine cannot come out by the end of 2020. It's going to take at least two years for us to have a safe uh, a vaccine that we can distribute to Americans. We better get used to that. It, they they really changed their tune quickly. They went from that to, well, Donald Trump. Not only did he create a miracle vaccine, but he didn't order enough of it. He didn't even order enough of it. He created a vaccine that we all said was impossible and couldn't be created. And then you know what he did? He didn't come up with enough ways to distribute it. So it's his fault. And then he said this. This is something. And he said this before. I want you to listen to this because this is one of this is one of Joe Biden's favorite, like old saying. This is one of his favorite, what do you call it? Like um, aphorisms. He uses it all the time. Listen to this. I promised when I did my inaugural address that I'll always be straight with you. Give it to you straight from the shoulder. I'd always be straight to you. Give it to you. I'm sorry. He had a mask on. So it was, he said, I'll always be straight with you. Give it to you straight to the, the shoulder. And what straight, what people don't realize, because I know a lot of people say it doesn't mean straight from the hip. No, straight to the, sh- from the shoulder is correct. But straight from the shoulder is a boxing term. When what they they talk about, it's a way to punch somebody in the face. They say, give it to them straight from the shoulder. Bam. Because the power comes not from the fist, it, not from the arm. It comes from the, the shoulder. So uh, all the old boxing instructors, all the old prize fighters, they would always say, when you give it to them, give it to them straight from the shoulder, which means you punch them as hard as you can. And if you do it straight from the shoulder, you're going to really knock them out. So what Joe Biden's saying is, hey, I promise you, I'm always going to give it to you straight from the shoulder. Give it to you straight from the shoulder. Which means Joe Biden is promising you that he's going to punch you in the face so hard that you're going to get knocked down and never get back up. Joe Biden is literally saying to the United States of America and all the Americans who voted for him, and especially all the Americans who didn't, hey, guys, I promised you. When I ran for president, I promised you when I took that oath, I promised you when I gave my inauguration speech, I promised you that I would always punch you as hard as I could in your face, hoping that you fall down and never get back up. It's probably not the best aphorism to use when you're talking about distributing the COVID-19 vaccine or anything like you never want a leader to say I promised I would punch you in the face with all the power that I have you probably want a leader that said I promise that if you got knocked down I would help you back up and that's really what Donald Trump said Donald Trump said we've been knocked it we got it straight from the shoulder for years, we got it straight from the shoulder from Obama. We got it straight from the shoulder with the economy. We got it straight from the shoulder with illegal immigration. We got it straight from the shoulder with 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 terrorists from these uh, from the Middle Eastern countries that Donald Trump said, look, we've gotten it straight from the shoulder from the entire world. China giving it to us straight from the shoulder. North Korea giving it to us straight from the shoulder. We don't need our president doing the same damn thing. And when Donald Trump became president, he said, look, we've been knocked down. Now we got to help each other back up. Now we got to build some walls. Now we got to cut out these all this immigration from these terrorist countries, many of which are majority Muslim, but not all. We've got to make sure we boost this economy. We got to cut these taxes. We got to make sure that businesses get tax breaks so that we have jobs. We've got to make sure you've got money in your pocket. You've been knocked down by Obamacare and by this mandate. We've got to make sure we get rid of all that. And a lot of people in his own party did not want Donald Trump to get people back up. They were profiting and they were finding power and they were finding personal enhancement from the demise and the decline and the and the and the and and the basically the the knocking down on our butts of other Americans. They didn't want Donald Trump coming in and fixing all that, but he did anyway. And now here we have Joe Biden and he's not even lying about it. He's saying, look, Donald Trump created a vaccine in record time. Donald Trump put together an infrastructure that would distribute this vaccine with the help of the military. He told the states it was coming. He told Ron DeSantis it was coming. He told Governor Cuomo it was coming. He told Gretchen Whitmer. He told everybody, every governor you could think of, Greg Abbott, they all knew it was coming. And he said, it's your state. You distribute it. And now here's Joe Biden saying that Donald Trump was totally Totally unprepared. He didn't even have a federal plan. His federal plan was to let the states do what the states do best, and that is distribute vaccines to their citizens in their own counties because they know better than the federal government that each state has individual needs. And they were the ones that were voted to to take care of those individual needs.
855-765-1045. Look, you can't blame. If you voted for Joe Biden and now you're like, man, why did I lose my job? If you voted for Joe Biden, you're like, man, I haven't gotten any covid relief if you voted for joe biden and you're like my gas prices are going up my taxes are increasing my boss said that we're never going to come back to work my kids still aren't in school and if they go back to school it's gonna be one day a week if you voted for joe biden and you're catching yourself say any of those things you only have yourself to blame because you voted for a guy who said he was always going to at every opportunity he told you he was always going to punch you in the face as hard as he could 855-765-1045. Quick break. Your call's on the way. It's the Marquee Show. We'll be right back. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. Show. My name's Mark K, 855-765-1045. Coming up, we've got some fake news Friday. That's coming up next hour. And next commercial break on the stream, we'll tell more Jesus dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are dad jokes that Joseph told Jesus when he was a kid. They're actually pretty good so far. Um, but we don't want to do that on the air. We don't want to. Some people will get up. So you have to watch the stream, Facebook, Twitch, uh, and also YouTube. Those are the places where you can watch us. And you can listen on their mobile app, 104.5 WOKV. Uh, pretty much anywhere. 855-765-1045. Let's go to Jay, who's in New Jersey. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hey, good. How you doing, Mark? Hey, good. You're our first New Jersey caller today. So uh, you're setting the bar high for the entire state. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. Um, I was just listening to uh, the Biden stuff you were talking about, yeah. uh, how he's how he's there and he's uh, complaining about Trump and how he's not doing his job and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's Biden not doing his job. How, how, how can it be? Trump not doing his job. He made sure the vaccine came out. He maybe he didn't distribute it to everybody because he left office. Uh, is he supposed to be still doing his job? Yeah, leaving office. Like uh, it, it's. They're so hypocritical, it's, it's unreal. And the, the problem is, and I'm not going to play the audio because we played a bunch, but you, the problem is Dr. Fauci, who I guess Joe Biden forgot Dr. Fauci has been here the entire time. And when Joe Biden starts saying, hey, we didn't we had to start from scratch. You know, we don't have enough. We don't have the infrastructure in place. We don't we can't distribute these vaccines. You've got Dr. Fauci saying, whoa, whoa wait a minute. That's not true at all. In fact, Dr. Fauci said by April, we should have all of our uh, elderly vaccinated and by september pretty much anyone who wants to get a shot should be able to and 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 kids as well going just in time for school so joe biden's blaming donald trump for a job that he doesn't seem able or willing to do and dr fauci's out there saying this is absolutely 100 percent possible um so if it can't be done who do you blame you have to blame the leadership i'm just waiting for dr fauci and uh biden to come out with uh the triple mask and uh maybe they should come out with some depend diapers no, that's that's a great that's idea. Yeah, the triple mask will be that'll be the next thing. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I don't buy the whole blaming. I mean, you have the entire federal government at your disposal. You've got the Senate. Oh, I'm sorry, you don't have the Senate. They're actually wrapped up right now in a ridiculous and pointless impeachment trial. Think of all the things you could. Maybe you wouldn't be blaming Donald Trump. If you didn't have this ridiculous impeachment trial, maybe then if you had the entire Senate ready to do some stuff, you could make all these uh, or I'm sorry, you could you could fulfill all these promises you made to people during the campaign. I don't know. Just I mean, I've never been president. I can't be president. Don't want to be president. But it just seems to me like if you if you take one of your one of your biggest assets, which is the Senate, and you lock them away in a room for a week unnecessarily, you're not going to get a lot you're not going to get a lot of stuff done, but he's also got all these other government programs. He's got the NIH. He's got the he's got the CDC. He's got the military. He's got everything in his. He's the president. He can do whatever he wants. And all he's doing is standing around blaming Donald Trump for the things that he can't do. I'll t- man, if Donald Trump were still president, he I mean, the things he did in four years, unheard of. If I were president, I would wake up every day and say, which agency have I not ordered something extravagant to uh, be done in yet? Uh, today let me go start there give me a list of all the agencies i want to demand that they do what i want them to do and i'm going to give them some kind of ridiculous deadline for which to do it because you're the president that's your job but he's uh he's blaming donald trump and saying i don't think we're going to be able to do the stuff that we wanted to do because because donald trump left us a great big mess i mean and it's it'd be like me blaming brian kilmeade you know for when i come in here late or the or like me blaming rich jones when the stuff's all set up actually i do that so that's a bad that's a bad comparison that's a bad comparison but, you know, don't do as I say, not as I do. 
1045. This is Anita in North Carolina. Hi, Anita. How are you? Hello, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can. I was just let me turn the TV off. This no, really, I had called before and I didn't get through. I'm not really from originally North Carolina, not with this accent. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't we don't down, talk to I'm... liars on this show, Anita. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, huh? No, never mind. What do, What did you want to say? Uh, other than the fact that you're coming clean well, about okay. your okay. Well, I wanted oh, yeah. to say was I was just yeah. going scrolling up Facebook as I usually do because I live alone. I'm 72. And I own German Shepherd. I own German Shepherd. It looks just like the one that Biden has, the black one. Yeah. But I was just strolling down, and uh, and I saw them. They are out where I two, two hours ago, out on the lawn, White House lawn, with these huge uh, Valentine hearts. Yeah. Six feet tall. I don't know if you've seen this yet. No, Joe, it, Bi- it, it uh, Joe Biden is out on the White House lawn with a Valentine heart. With that's his su- wife, Jill, with his wife, Jill, right. out on the White House lawn yeah. with six foot wide, uh, Valentine heart okay. lawn. Got, okay, lawn. all right, got it. All right, on the White House lawn, yeah. Now, it, it will be your last of the week. I want to let you see, you know, when you look it up, I sent it to you if I could, with a lot of reporters, you know, goo, 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 you know, laughing, you know, you know. <laughs> Anyway, Biden had on jeans, faded jeans, and a bomber jacket from 1960. Yeah. And uh, with the collar put up like uh, Jimmy, uh, was that? I can't remember his name. Anyway, like Elvis Presley. And uh, and, uh, he was trying to talk. And then Jill was trying to get him by the arm and get him back in the house as quickly as possible yeah. after they made, he made his little speech because she didn't want to talk too much. Right, sure, absolutely. What I wanted to really say, too, was, as a mother of a German Shepherd, who are very, very intelligent dogs, yeah. they are. It is so sad that the dogs are way smarter than the, the, <laughs> the president of the United States. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the dogs should be giving the speeches. Like maybe Major should come out and be like, "I, I have a Valentine's Day I, 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 kindness." Healing and compassion, love. <laughs> maybe, maybe that could. Oh, yeah, you'll notice that Jill doesn't rush the dogs back in the house before they can they can do before they dump some crap on the White House lawn. But her husband, no, we got to get him in there before he makes a mess out here. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Anita, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Quick break. More of the Marque show. Oh yeah, we got the impeachment. We got the wrap up for that too. We got that. We'll we'll tell you how the prosecution ended their case. You ain't going to believe it. Yeah, you probably will. It's next on the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. Congratulations, Mark. You get to sleep a little later and have a lot more time to spend on the Mark K Show. Hopefully one day, go syndicated. Yeah, by the way, for those of you that didn't um, hear the announcement earlier, for whatever reason, maybe you weren't listening or you were still asleep or uh, you know, who knows. Uh, it's, not, not my, it's not my business. Your life is, you, your life, is your life. Um, but we, uh, we found out earlier today that, we, in fact, that press release just went out. And if you want to read the actual um, copy without the typos in it. Go to WOKV News on Instagram because the the one I posted had a typo. The radio station name was wrong. Apparently they fixed that. Um, so go to WOKV News on Instagram. You can like the page. You can uh, you can see the entire announcement. But I will no longer be uh, working two jobs. I'll just be working one. And we flipped a coin and it was this one. So so congratulations. <laughs> we all win. And uh, what that means is we'll have more time to focus on the show every day. So if you think the show's good now with zero preparation, wait until you hear us with more than zero preparation. And if in the next couple of weeks you go, wow, this show really has fallen off, like it's nowhere near as good as it used to be, definitely let us know. And we'll go back to zero preparation. Um, you know, no, no skin off our back. 855 765 1045. All right, let's talk impeachment a little bit because this impeachment thing, here's what happened. We now move into the um we're now moving into the defensive portion of the of the impeachment. We're done with the offensive portion, although pretty much this entire impeachment is offensive 
to me and a lot of other people. Uh, but the offense now has wrapped up their case. The the managers, if you will, of the impeachment have settled. They said, look, we gave you all the evidence we have, which is zero. And now it's up to the defense to come in here and tell you why we're wrong, which even for defense attorneys like Donald Trump's shouldn't be that difficult. And again, they should I mean, they shouldn't call these people managers. They should call them mismanagers because that's what they did. They mismanaged this entire thing. Um, it wasn't Jamie Raskin from Maryland. He's the lead guy. He's the guy with the glasses and the dark hair. And he gave the la- he gave the first word and he gave the last word. Listen to just a little. I'm not going to bore you with too much, but listen to just a little bit of how they how they basically rested their case against Donald Trump. And you'll see how ridiculous this entire thing is. Um, I've talked a lot about common sense in this trial because you think I believe that's all you need to arrive at the right answer here. A hundred percent wrong. You know, that is a hundred for a prosecutor to come up and say, I've talked a lot about common sense because I think that's all you need to come to the right answer here is wrong. You don't need common sense to get to the right answer when you're uh, you know, when you're putting the president on trial for insurrection. You need facts. You need evidence. You need you need to prove you need proof. That's what you need. Common sense be damned. You need to provide evidence that there was a crime committed. You need to find some kind of substantive proof that Donald Trump committed the atrocities that you claim that he did. Common sense does not come into play. Common sense is what you ask people to use when you don't have any actual concrete substantive proof of any wrongdoing, which they don't. So basically what Jamie Raskin is doing, these senators, both the Republicans and the Democrats, are saying, look, we've presented to you all of this these tweets and videos, none of which prove a gosh darn thing, but you have to use common sense. We would like you to close your eyes and imagine that everything Donald Trump tweeted led to these people rushing the Capitol building on January 6th. We want you to imagine that that's what happened because that's all we can ask you to do. We don't have any proof. And then he said this, which again, I don't think you should be saying if you're a lawyer trying to prove that Donald Trump is uh, is a terrible, horrible human being and should be removed from an office that he doesn't hold anymore. Listen to this. Senators, America, we need to exercise our common sense about what happened. Let's not get caught up in a lot of outlandish lawyers theories here. He says, let's not get caught up in a lot of outlandish lawyers' theories. Now, keep in mind, the prosecution went first. The only lawyers who have given outlandish theories so far are him and the other Democratic managers. So he's saying, you know what? Let's not get lost in outlandish lawyers' theories, which I assume he's talking about are his own and his colleagues. He's saying, let's go back to common sense, which means as he was putting forth this this uh, this prosecution against the president as he was laying out these stories and as he was trying to explain to you that the proud boys that have been planning this thing for weeks on facebook and all the other people who came from across the country and the network of messages from militiamen and this that and the other all of these people that have been working for weeks on end donald trump and dan scavino somehow knew what they were plotting and they were aiding and abetting them And that Donald Trump, when he took the stage on January 6th, was just one cog in a machine that was working in some premeditated attempt to overthrow the U.S. government by charging the Capitol when they were trying to certify electoral ballots. That's a pretty outlandish theory. And I think as they were putting that forth, they realized nobody's going to believe nobody's going to believe this crap. What do we do now? You know what? Let's just tell them to use their common sense, common sense, because that's what you want in a court of law. Any judge would throw this out. They'd be like, is all you have common sense? Because common sense could tell you a lot of things that don't actually happen. If there was a bank robbery down the street and Hannah showed up the next day in a Mercedes Benz, common sense would tell me she robbed the bank and bought herself a new car. But that's not necessary. I can't prove it. I have no I have no evidence. I don't have her on camera robbing the bank. I don't have uh, you know her paying cash for the brand new Mercedes. But common sense tells me if the money's missing here and it winds up there, I mean, common sense, that's all it takes. It's really a weak argument. But what do you expect when, you, when you're when you trying to present a case that doesn't really exist? I mean, it, it is a difficult task, and I don't envy anybody, but these guys wanted it. They stood up and said, hey, you're 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 trumping up some more charges on on the president. Uh, you you want to put forth another article of impeachment? You want to do it in a rushed rushed fashion with no proof, with no evidence, with no affidavits, with no witnesses? Yeah, let me do that. 
I mean, come on, you'd have a better chance at proving that the Grinch actually did steal Christmas. 855-765-1045. He also went on to, I mean, this is just, I'm, look, this is just funny. He then went on to quote Thomas Paine, and he misquoted Thomas Paine. <laughs> now, he did it on purpose, and here's why. And Paine wrote this pamphlet called The Crisis, and in it, he said these beautiful words. And with your permission, I'm going to update the language a little bit pursuant to a suggestion of Speaker Pelosi. Okay, he's about to quote Thomas Paine, one of the most famous quotes in American history. Really, all history. But he's he's misquoting Thomas Paine pursuant to the request of Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, in a trial against the president, has requested that the managers misquote and rewrite history. Here's why. Uh, so as not to offend modern sensibilities. So as not to offend modern sensibilities. Dude, you offended all my modern sensibilities when you charged Donald Trump with insurrection. So it's a little late for that. But here's the quote. Okay. But he said, these are the times that try men and women's souls. These are the times that try men and women's souls. Yeah, there he got laughter. <laughs> he got laughter. These are the times that try men and women's souls. Because you can't prosecute President Trump in a democratically run House of Representatives without adding additional pronouns or sexes. I mean, and also, what about transgenders? What, where are they represented in that? Now, I heard the he and the she. I didn't hear the they or the them. These are the times that try men's and women's and those transitioning souls. Where is that? That's really what the quote should read. That's really what the quote should read. They are making a mockery of everything. They're making a mockery of the Constitution. They're making a mockery of impeachment. They're making a mock of their the House of Representatives and their powers. They're making a mock of the presidency for sure. And now they're making a mockery of our historical thinkers, our writings, and really every idea that was created and put forth this country. They're using this as a platform to push every one of their ridiculous super left socialist agenda items. And the good news is that nobody's watching, except for me, a couple of people on Fox News and everybody on CNN. 855-765-1045. There's one more quote that he pulled from Thomas Paine, which I love, but I think it actually I think it actually is should be used more to um, to summarize Donald Trump and his supporters than Joe Biden and 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 his both of his supporters. I'll play that here in just a minute because we got to take another quick break. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More Mark K Show coming up next. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Too much fun today. I don't know why we're having so much fun. It's but Friday. We are. It really is. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Uh, on you should probably. Uh, you reminded me of something. It's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hannah loves hey, Fridays. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. One zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five. Uh, 1045. We, um, we have some fake news Friday coming up here in just a minute. Uh, but before we do, I want to play this one last, we're going to squeeze in some phone calls and I want to play this one last quote because this is James Raskin from Maryland and he is summing up his prosecution of Donald Trump and he's pulling Thomas Paine quotes. And Thomas Paine, I mean, I don't, look, I don't want to be the one to have to go back and, and explain it to him, but Thomas Paine was a proponent of capitalism. He was a proponent of anti-tyrannical government. The Federalist government that, that Joe Biden is trying to install and that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are itching to create the, uh, the, the, the prophecies or the, 
the uh, the agendas of, of people like AOC and Bernie Sanders and all these left wing extremists, the socialists. You know, these are people that that Thomas Paine would have just been repulsed by. He, they would have they would have not gotten along if they saw each other in the in the saloon or in the public house or walking down one of the dirt roads. They would have they would have avoided each other or got into some kind of kerfuffle. That's what would have happened back then, because that's what you did. Uh, you got into kerfuffles with people. But Thomas Paine was not a fan of the kind of politics that Jamie Raskin is pushing in the House of Representatives. Yet he's going to steal his quotes. And I want you to listen to this quote and I want you to tell me, does this sound like Joe Biden and his supporters or does this sound like Donald Trump and the people that voted for him? Listen carefully. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will shrink at this moment from the service of their cause and their country. But everyone who stands with us now will win the love and the favor and the affection of every man and every woman for all time. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered, but we have this saving consolation. The more difficult the struggle, the more glorious in the end will be our victory. Which side would you say are the summer soldiers and the sunshine patriots? Which side would you say are the patriots that know what the struggle is and will stand up to it no matter what? Which side will shrink at the sign of any kind of conflict? And which side really rises up and says, hey, this is not right. We want to fix it. The tyranny. Yeah. I mean, look, the tyranny is bad. But the, but the worse the struggle, the better it is when you finally come through the other end. Only one side's been struggling this entire time, and it hasn't been Joe Biden and the Democrats. Joe Biden has been the epitome of Kush. He's the tyrant in this clip, not the other way around. And and Jamie Raskin using this to 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 really summarize his case, I feel is a. I mean, I feel like the entire case it makes it you know is a bad look for the Democrats. But this definitely, to me, proves that they have no idea what they're up against in Donald Trump uh, and the Republican Party, or at least. The MAGA aspect of the Republican Party. 855-765-1045. Pastor Rosella in Texas. Hello, Pastor. How are you? Hi, good morning. Uh, I love your show. I followed you to Parlor. Oh, thank you. You probably want to follow me yeah. somewhere else because Parlor's not there anymore. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, uh, real quick. I yeah. love Hannah's hair. That's beautiful. You love Hannah's hair? Oh, and I love yeah, the bangs are fantastic. Oh, the bangs. Okay, great. I need to. I want to apologize to you guys to America because, uh, well, I've been a Democrat for over fifty three years, and unfortunately, I have to get mad next scene elected, and I regret that. You did. Ma I'm sorry, you got mad. I didn't hear that one part. I have. Uh, I'm, I've been a. De I was a Democrat for over fifty two. Oh, years. you were a Democrat. Yeah. Well, no, that's okay. Listen. Yeah. But you're and unfortunately, I stepped in sick Mad Maxine on the country. Yeah. And I am really apologize to the world for that. It's okay. Listen, we all. I have things in my past I'm not proud of. Uh, but we. But we appreciate you. Uh, well, becoming she clean. promised. Us, I lived in California at the time, and yeah. she promised to do something about the homeless situation. Yeah. And she she lied. She runs every time people um, try to approach her. She runs. You know, it's but anyway. I lived I, I live in, uh, live in California. Yeah, and now you're in Texas. I lived in Texas in 2019, and now I am fully red. Well, listen, Pastor Rosella, there. I'm sure they're happy to have you there in Texas. And just make sure whenever your friends come over from California, you remind them you don't want a California. Uh, they don't want a California. You're Texas. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, we have to take a quick break. When we get back. Fake News Friday. We need two contestants. I can't believe how fast this show's going by today. Fake News Friday. Two contestants to play for a Marque Show prize pack. We'll do it right after this. Stay tuned. The Marque Show continues next. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. Dang, six million. Sounds like you invested in the GameStop. <laughs> the game, I wish. Yeah, somebody, uh, some lady called in and said she duck duck goad me, which sounds dirty. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it said I was worth $6.6 million. And I'm going to be honest with you, that is not, that is not at all true. Um, is but it $7 million? Maybe, <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, the, I think it's just GameStop too, not the games. So anyway, eight five five seven six five one. But we are growing. Like like I said, we are. We're now focusing all of our effort on this show, which some people see as a good thing, some people see as a bad thing. Hey, Mark, I'm going to go ahead and feed your ego a little bit and congratulate you on the uh, cancellation of your morning show. No fun. To, not, like, 
<laughs> see, and I, I see what you did there. It, the morning show wasn't canceled. I was canceled. They or not canceled. I was just asked not to come in anymore. <laughs> <I> was canceled. <laughs> the show's still there. There's still people that work there. It's still you can still go hear the other show in the morning. Um, you just won't hear. I just won't be on it anymore. I'm just going to be here. Uh, from from ten to also it's ten to noon. Don't everyone else is like woohoo three hours? No, no, no. ten to noon is all right, uh, yeah. is all we're doing. So that's that you, you keep that in mind. Nothing else changes except hopefully the quality of the program. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Also, I should remind you that we're off on Monday and tomorrow five thirty on Newsmax. You can watch some of the highlights on the, of the week on the Marque Show. For example, one of our favorite games that we ever did, which is uh, America's in Jeopardy. I mean, if you missed the last America's in Jeopardy. Luckily for you, we videotaped it, and you can watch it on Newsmax tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. because it is. I will never think of that state the same way again. Utah? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and it's, I never <laughs> I never thought of it before, but definitely I'll never think of it again. Anyway, uh, 855-765-1045. All right, it is time for us to play another one of our favorite games, Fake News Friday. Yay! <laughs> And uh, let's see our contestants today. I believe we have Susie on the line from Middleburg. Is this the Susie from Middleburg? Yes, it is. Oh Susie, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought your phone only worked on Wednesdays. It's so <laughs> nice to hear you on a Friday. Uh, did you Did you want to play some fake news Friday, Susie? I sure do. Oh, excellent. Perfect. You're going to be playing against uh, John, a.k.a. Fireball, another one of our like famous listeners. Hi, uh, John. How are you? I'm all right. How about yourself? Great. You're going to be playing against Susie today from Middleburg. How exciting is that? It's Battle of the Ages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All right. Uh, Susie, uh, John, you guys both know how this game's played. We're going to give you a headline, and you have to tell us whether it's a real news headline or if it's a fake news headline. And in this day and age, it's so difficult to tell the difference between the two. But if you can tell the difference, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a Marque Show prize pack, something fireball. I think you already have like nine of, right? I have two. Oh, okay. All right. You're, you're, well, anyway, you're like the Tom Brady of prize packs. I gave away my last one, so. That's true. You did. I think I think we forced you to. Anyway. All right. Here we go. Uh, listen <laughs> no, up, Susie. We're going to. You did? You were very, you're a very nice uh, gentlemanly person. Uh, Susie, are you ready? You get the first crack at this thing, okay? All righty. I'm scared, John. No, don't be scared, oh, Susie. It's all good. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, called together a group of her fellow Democrats yesterday to begin planning articles of impeachment against Candace Owens for 2024. Is that real news or is that fake news, Susie? That is fake news. Nancy Pelosi called together a group of Democrats to start planning articles of impeachment against Candace Owens in 2024. You think that's fake news? Yes. That is fake news. Congratulations. Oh, that's fake news. I'll tell you what, man. I wouldn't be shocked if they had a whole bunch. Like, as soon as these people start throwing their hats in the ring, Don Jr., for example, Ron DeSantis, you know they're planning an impeachment about against Ron DeSantis as we speak. Uh, because they totally hate that guy because he's so good at uh, at leading, and they and they don't like people that are good at leading. Anyway, good job, Susie. You're on the board with a point. Yeah, yeah. Hey, woo! You're in the lead. All right, uh, Fireball, you ready? Yep. Listen carefully, Fireball. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Russia, Russia is luring in vaccine participants by promising to give them free vodka. Russia, Russia is luring in vaccine participants by promising to give them free vodka. Is that real news or is that fake news? Well, that's quite possible, the most Russian thing I've ever heard, but I think it's fake. You think it's fake? Yes. It is. Fake news. Oh. Yeah, you are fake news. But it's close. They're actually using ice cream. <laughs> They're actually... Uh, I kid you not. Yeah, the, in, in Russia yesterday they had a line of 35 people. The crowds are so cyclical. The weather's not in our favor," said Natalia Kuzentova. She said, uh, "With the uh, with the um, I guess distrust that Russians have in their government, they've been using ice cream to woo people to get vaccinated against coronavirus." There you go. Good job. Tie game, and we go to the next one. Susie, are you ready? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. 
Bob Duggar. What show is he from? Uh, 20 Kids in like the or something. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Bob Duggar of Duggar fame. Between two sheets. Uh, to become the richest man in the United States following Joe Biden's $3,000 per child tax <laughs> stimulus credit. <laughs> Jim Bob Duggar to become the richest man in the United States following Joe Biden's $3,000 per child stimulus tax credit. Is that real news or is that fake news? What the heck? That's real news. Oh, Susie, it seems like it would be real news because he's got a lot of kids. He's got a lot. That is not uh, real news, though. That is fake news. Oh, that fake news. <laughs> yeah, it gets you. It gets you every time. But I'll be honest with you. I was right there with you there for a minute, Susie. All right. Uh, it's still one to one. Fireball. Here we go. You can take the lead with this one. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. The media claims that Britney Spears is now well enough to be released back into their sole custody. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say fake. You're going to say fake. You don't think that the media thinks Britney's ready to be released back into their sole custody? I'm pretty sure I saw that on Babylon B. Oh, come on. Well, see, you can't be reading the same things we read. You are fake news. Yeah, that's correct, Fireball. All right, you got two to one. Two to one. The onion. There we go. Oh, it was the onion. We knew it was one or, we knew it was one or the other. All right, Susie, back to you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Listen listen carefully and tell us if this is real news. Who's riding a motorcycle? Is that you or is that John? Got to be John. Hey, somebody going down Third Street. Oh, going down there. That was my next guess. All right, here we go. Here we go, Susie. North Carolina firefighters were dispatched to a four-alarm fire at a restaurant only to discover it wasn't on fire. They were just making 10,000 hot wings. Oh, my gosh. Wow. North Carolina firefighters dispatched to a four-alarm fire at a restaurant only to discover it wasn't on fire. It was just making 10,000 hot wings. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say real news. That is real news. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, duh, Super Bowl. You need 10,000 hot wings. They were smoking them, and the smoker was so big, somebody called the fire department. They got there. They realized, eh, well, you know what? Where there's smoke, there's fire, but this time it was fiery hot buffalo wings. Uh, so congratulations. Two to two. John, back to you. Are you ready? Yep. All right, this is it. You can pull ahead here and win outright. Or uh, if you miss this one, you guys tie and you both get prize packs. Uh, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton had to pull a Jamaican sweater from its online store after using the wrong colors for the Jamaican flag. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm gonna, I think that's real, honestly. You think that's honestly real? Yeah, it, it, it sounds fake, but I think it's real. It is 100%. Real news. Congratulations. Yeah, they use green, red, and yellow, but the colors in the Jamaican flag are green, black, and yellow. Um, so they had to pull it off the shelves. Uh, needless to say, it's $1,340 for the sweater. Whoa. Which, yeah, no, no I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's my thoughts exactly. Susie, you played a heck of a game. You played a heck of a game. You know what? Hang on tight because we're going to get you a prize back anyway uh, because you deserve one. Fireball, you're up to number three, man. Four more and you tie with Tom Brady, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Okay, good. Take it. Don't choke, man. All right, quick break. More of the Marquee Show coming up. Stay tuned. Yeah, Woo! real news or fake news? That's real news. Oh, okay. There's more. We got one more break. <laughs> Woo! If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Marquee Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Show. My name is Mark K855765. 
104.5. Don't forget, Monday morning when you turn on the radio, did we figure out what's happening yet? Did we get we an answer? Did. Oh, okay, good. Here's Josh to tell you what happens Monday at 10 when you turn on the radio. Because Mark K won't be here. Correct. Right, he's out partying in, in Cozumel. Is yeah, that right? for yeah. President's Day. Yeah. Just for one day only. And we're going to be airing uh, the full three-hour show of the Brian Kilmeade show. Okay, okay. there you go. So, wait, But it, this is pre-planned. We're going to be back on Monday. So just when you turn on the radio Monday at 10 a.m. and you hear Brian Kilmeade, don't freak out. And we'll we'll be back on Tuesday. It's just we have the day. Hopefully, and yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I Hopefully. haven't decided yet. Knock on wood. Uh, 855-765-1045. Before we get out of here, let's take, we got a couple more people here that wanted to comment about something. Uh, we'll start with Anna in St. Augustine. Hi, Anna. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marquet Show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. What's going on? I just had a question. I had wanted to see the breakdown of the number of COVID cases and number of deaths by states in the U.S. Yeah. So I went to the CDC. And it's interesting, when I went on their site, all the states have total numbers, except for New York. New York is broken down into New York and New York City. Mm. And New York City, the total deaths and cases are not included in the state of New York totals. Yeah. Which means when you look at this, it's not accurate. It, It looks like New York City is number four in the total deaths, but if you added the two together, it would go to the top of the list. Well, you know why they did that. Well, I had tried to call the CDC. I said, this isn't really fair. If somebody looks at this, it's very misleading. Yes. But nobody will contact me back. I'll tell you, I'll, and I can tell you exactly what's going on there. I don't know if you know about this, but Governor Cuomo has been busted in a, really, what's, I mean, it's a, it's a terrible thing. And it's not getting a lot of play in the rest of the states, but in New York City, if you follow anyone who lives there, or if you know, like, you know, uh, Brian Kilmeade's been covering it on his show, and, and Janice Dean, who's really thinking about making a run for governor against Cuomo, is, if you don't follow her on Twitter, you should, because she's, She's had a loved one die in a in a in a nursing home in New York, and she's been following the story very closely. They were underreporting. I mean, the numbers are are basically all false as to what's going on in New York. So there's an investigation. They're trying to get the numbers out there, but they were underreporting the number of deaths in these nursing homes and in New York City and in New York State to the government. And I don't know, in an effort to make them look better than they are. But you know, something else you don't hear a lot of is if you go to the New York Times website where they track COVID cases and you look at the coronavirus in the United States, there has been a I mean, it has been a significant drop in just one month. In just one month on January eighth, we hit our peak. January eighth, there were two oh my God, three hundred thousand new cases reported yesterday. Half less than half of that, ninety two thousand. I mean, it's like a roller coaster. It's like you fall off a cliff. Same thing with the number of deaths and try to find a hotspot anymore. No one's reporting on that. Isn't that funny? And yet there's Joe Biden complaining that Donald Trump left him such a mess when in the last couple of weeks of Donald Trump's presidency, coronavirus is slowly but surely basically just plummeting in the United States of America. 855-765-1045. Hey, we got to go. We'll be back Tuesday at 10 a.m. Have a great weekend. Have a great Valentine's Day. Stay tuned for Traffic Weather News. Rush Limbaugh. It's all next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.